Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on January 16th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just This that. segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Visions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, Your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes, followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you? I'm doing well this morning, Joe. I'm looking forward to the rain. We're supposed to get some rain today. Yeah. 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 Are, are you surviving the cold? It was cold last night. <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, I was tucked up, uh, comfortable at home, so um, I didn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I wasn't yeah. out. I yeah. wasn't out gall- gallivanting. So, yeah. So okay. I, I I didn't notice the cold, but I I am looking well, forward it to is, the rain uh, It is uh, exciting. The rain and the the weather is uh, quite quite. You know, we're getting a lot of weather this season, and uh, hopefully uh, that will uh, spell uh, some end to the fire danger and um you know things are good things are good in california at least not in australia but in california yeah yeah no no we we always appreciate the rain here i any excuse to pull out my rain boots and my raincoat you know me (laughs) yes i'm a rainy i'm a rainy rainy fashionista hey listen i just wanted to touch on one thing before we uh, get what? the show started. I don't know if you saw my weekend guide this morning or uh, social media the last couple of days, but um, I posted about uh, Shea Melange is closing after 37 oh. years. Yeah, wow. So I'm guessing you didn't see it. You, you're like the one person in the South Bay 
that that didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, I'm the one person who didn't know. <laughs> yeah, because you were out I'm in shocked. the cold all day, apparently. Uh, right. yeah, uh, you you know right. something? We're all shocked. Every Everybody is shocked, but we shouldn't be. I mean, they've been open for 37 years. You know, you know, things don't go on forever. You know, they, they deserve a rest at this point, don't you think? I mean, I, I, I'm sure we all agree to that, but it, it does come as a surprise. You know, it, 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 the place is an institution. I can't think of any right. other uh, restaurant in the South Bay that's been open 37 years, you know, and they were the original foodies, you know, Michael Franks and right. Robert Bell. You know, they, they were the ones right. that really brought fine dining to the South Bay. Um, you know, you know, you know, everybody, you know, I mean, it's a food scene now, but it always wasn't. But that was the one place that, you know, you could go to and, and experience cuisine. You know what I mean? Um, so but I, I just have to say that. I got the press release Monday night at like, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, something like that. It was not time for a press release to come in. And I read it, and, you know, I had to pull my, my jaw off the floor because I, I was so shocked by the news. But I, 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 put it, I put it in the blog. You know, I posted it to the blog, um, and, and well, I, I posted it so that it would – show up first thing the next morning on my website um and the response to that post i have never seen anything like it um i i you know one one i posted it every place i posted it on twitter and uh uh facebook and um uh linkedin uh you know all, all the different social media platforms that we use and um I've never seen numbers like this. One post on Facebook alone had over fifteen thousand engagements. Um, you know that that's that's how popular Shemelange is. Is it still is? You know, but you know people are just super super sad about it. Um, it's it's just it's just you know it 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 breaks my heart. It's breaking a lot of people's hearts. And uh, I just I just wanted to mention that, but they are going to be open um, through. They, they're going to stay open, I think, through February 29th. They're going to they're going to close by February 29th. So not exactly sure what day that's going to be. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's sad. It's sad for all of us for the community, <clears throat> and and we want to wish them the best of luck. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to. Um, mention that so but as i said they're going to be open uh for a little while longer for for another you know over a month so uh when you get an opportunity get in there and uh and and spread some south bay love over there um i am going to jump right into this here uh joe is having some technical issues so uh we're just going to get right into this here um our guest this morning uh, are Dr. Marcus Goodlow, Tanya McKenzie, and Captain John Naylor. All three uh, are here in their capacity as representatives of the Redondo Beach Police Department Community Engagement Board. Now, Dr. Marcus Goodlow, we call him Goody, is an educator, speaker, and the um, Redondo Beach Police Department chaplain. Uh, Goody is an active volunteer at Wave Church and an adjunct professor at Dallas Baptist University. He works with members of the law enforcement community and community activists in an effort to foster better understanding and education on matters of fairness and justice 
with respect to the judicial system and cooperative policing. Goody is the author of the book, Kingmaker, applying Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s leadership lessons in working with athletes and entertainers, and co-author of Habits, Six Steps to the Art of Influence. Now, Tanya McKenzie is the owner of Sands and Shores PR firm, president of the North Redondo Beach Business Association. She's a member of the Redondo Beach Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors, uh, a member of Redondo Beach GPAC, and chairwoman of the inaugural MLK Junior Celebration. Tanya is also the author of A Child's Memories of Cartoons and Murder. She's an impactful speaker promoting leadership through storytelling, public relations, and identity branding. She believes it's what brings people together, not what divides them. Uh, Captain John Naylor is a South Bay native. He's been with the Redondo Beach Police Department since 1993 and now leads the Redondo Beach PD Community Policing Board and other special programs that the department runs to keep the community safe and unified. Now, this morning, we're going to learn about the inaugural MLK Junior Celebration, which is taking place this coming Monday, January 20th at 5 p.m. at Redondo Beach City Hall and what attendees can expect. Tanya, Goody, John, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Good morning. Glad to be with you. Glad to be with you, uh, Jackie and Joe. Great day. Yes, Tanya and, and Goody have been on the show before. Uh, Captain Naylor is 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 new First to the timer. fun. First timer. We we have a baby. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyway, as I as I mentioned a little <clears throat> earlier, um, completely disappeared from the board. So I don't know where he went, but he'll get back, I'm sure. <clears throat> but in the meantime, the show goes on, right? Um, so, so Goody. Um, yes. Okay, everybody. This is Dr. Marcus Goodlow, but we call him Goody, okay? So, yes. Because the, yes. the rest of the name is a mouthful, so he's just Goody to us. He's Goody <laughs> to everybody in the neighborhood. Um, now, obviously, from the intro, uh, you've written a book about Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, so we're we're going to start with you. Can you tell us? Well, well, first off, I'm a little surprised that Redondo Beach hasn't had an MLK event so far. I mean, it's been a holiday for like 25 years or something already. Um, but, but, but I should also add that um, not many other cities in the South Bay do. I, I'm, I just concern myself with the South Bay. You know, I, I don't really care what's happening up on the West side and Orange County, but uh, I know Gardena has a parade and celebration every year, but I have never gotten any information on, on other cities in the South Bay. So, so Goody, can you tell us how this event came about, how long it was, uh, it's been in the process, and why did it take so long? You know, I've, uh, again, Jackie and Joe, thanks so much for having us. I'm honored to be on with my, my friends and colleagues, uh, Captain Naylor and, and Tanya McKenzie. But, uh, you know, for, you know, I grew up in South Central Los Angeles, and so in Compton specifically and in South L.A., we had a King Parade. I remember when I was young growing up, and I think you mentioned it, alluded to another South Bay city. As to the reason why not, I don't know, but I do know that this is an example of uh, the vision statement of our department. We are the community leading the way in law enforcement, and those of us who are not sworn officers or people like Tanya and myself, we're just we're just part of this community. We're connected to our police department, and we're so happy to partner with them on this. It came about just really, I think all three of us recognize, hey, you know, Monday, the 20th of uh, this month, 
most bank, all banks will be closed. Schools will be closed. Post office will be closed. And I think in 1985, Ronald Reagan signed into law this holiday. He's the only uh, person other than the president that does that has a holiday in his honor. And we thought it would be great to pause and reflect on the reasons why. And so we can't speak to why not in the past, but we do know that as of this year, we are advancing forward. And this is not just a one-off. We believe this will be the first of many to come. And really it came about from uh, the collective passions we have to, to indeed be uh, people of influence in our community, uh, whether that's through the police department or through the community engagement board. And we really want to honor the life, the leadership and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on that day. And I think that's consistent with what you guys talk about to do with live and love and laugh and uh, leave a legacy. We want to do that on the 20th and, uh, and beyond. All right. All right. Joe, you've, you've made it back. Uh, you, you, you did a disappearing act for a while there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I went, I, I, as I told everybody, the, the show must go on. We can't sit around and wait. So, um, so yeah. Okay. Right. So cool. Goody. Uh, all right. Good, good. So I want to know, um, uh, Captain Naylor and, and Tanya, yeah. uh, let's start with Cap- Captain Naylor. How did you, how did you get involved? Sure. So back in, uh, in, uh, towards the end of 2016, uh, the police department started a community engagement board. And essentially the board is a group of people from our community, um, from the city of Redondo beach. They either visit frequently, they work there, uh, they live there, they play there. Uh, but uh, in some aspect, they call Redondo Beach home. And so the board's made up of, of those people um, who all have uh, different uh, diversities. Um, so um, the board really talks about uh, every two months, they talk about building trust between diverse groups in our community and the police and also how to uh, build more transparency between the community and the police. So this came as as really um, something that the board recommended that that we do. Um, and the thing that I think is really unique and special about this event is that this is not this is not an event that the police department's putting on. I don't have all of my community service people, you know, slaving away trying to figure out how to make this event work. They're not getting the microphones out. They're not figuring out where to put the podium. This literally is marketed branded, um, put together from start to finish by members of our community. And I, that's what I think is so special. And it's being held at the police department, um, partnering, collaborating with the police department. And that's what I think is really, really special about this. Um, I got to ask mm-hmm. you, does every police department or at least locally, do, does every police department have something like a community engagement board? No. And oftentimes what you see like nationally is that a community board could be something that's mandated. So local government, mm-hmm. state government could come down and tell the police department, you need to have uh, an oversight type board uh, made up of community members. So we see it, we see it re- pretty frequently. Um, this is not that. This is really steps by Redondo Beach Police Department to just kind of look forward. And I think in 2016 was, was kind of a scary time in our nation uh, there was a lot of um, anti-police yeah. uh, sentiment. There was you could just feel the lack of trust between people in the community and their police department. And this was really steps 
that we wanted to take to just get in front of um, in front of that. And and I've always said I don't I I honestly think our community in Redondo Beach they love the police. Uh, we have a great relationship. There's really mm-hmm. not an anti-police relationship, but I think the board speaks to it at a national level. We talk about things at a national level, and how do we learn from the mistakes of other states, other cities, to make sure that we can build a better police department, a better educated police department, and one that um, partners better, engages better with the community. Like Goody mentioned, our vision is we are the community leading the way in law enforcement. And I wanted mm-hmm. to say two, two quick things. Robert Peel, who was known as the, you know, the four, one of the forefathers of law enforcement, said um, specific, specifically about that was that the, um, the, police, the police are the public and the public are the police. Um, the police are only members of the public who um, – that, it's their job. They, they're paid to give full attention to duties uh, which are incumbent on every citizen. In, uh, in the interest of community welfare and existence. And I think that's what this board does as well, right? So it pushes that, that forward, that the police are members of the community, whether, whether the officers live here in Redondo Beach or not. They are part of the community. And I think when you can get police officers to believe that, that they are truly a part of the, of the community, they don't just clock in and clock out, you get a better mm-hmm. level of law enforcement services you build a better level of trust and when you build better trust between community and police you just have a whole better living arrangement um one more thing also um dr king's speech in 1965 at cornell university um he's convinced says he's convinced that men men hate each other hate each other because they fear each other um and that i think is so Mm -hmm. powerful and that's something that i think the board speaks to as well um, we need to always stay in front of that and always open up communication between law enforcement and the community so that we don't get that, that that's a horrible word, hate. And so yeah. that's, what, that's what the board really mm-hmm. strives um, for. So, no, it's not it's, – and this is something we did um, not as a mandate, but something that we felt um, that it was just super important that we have here in Redondo Beach. All right. All right, so I, Miss Tanya, uh, I, I you've got your fingers in everything in in, in Redondo Beach. You're, you're you're you are passionate about your community. You're involved on so many levels, and and I follow a lot of this stuff on social media. And boy, oh boy, it's not easy. I hear about those GPAC meetings. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. Tanya, how did how did you how how did you get involved? I mean. I can see you walking into the police department and saying, "Okay, let's do something here." How did how did, how did you get involved in this? You know, let me. Uh, <laughs> I'll start from the beginning. And one of the things I think you know about me is uh, I can be a habitual complainer, but I definitely will get in and do the work to solve problems and be a solution. So when I first moved to Redondo Beach, um, a friend of mine, African American girl, she's a member of Delta Sigma Theta, she told me, you know, I think the police are racist out there. And I was like, well, I haven't experienced that. So let me go find out. Mm -hmm. One of the first conversations I had was with Mike Dyer. Um, It was a coffee with a cop event. And I just said, hey, this is how some of my friends are feeling, um, and I want your, your thoughts on it. And he said, Tanya, we don't even engage in that kind of stuff. 
And he, you know, we delved into a lot of conversation about how this department deals with things. And I was like, well, you know, that was interesting, a lot to explore. Um, I did some work with League of Women Voters, and, you know, the Beach Cities division actually is just a small part of the L.A. County. And we were doing some work to find out, you know, how each department dealt with certain things. And I asked for a meeting with Chief Kaufman. He took the time to talk to me. We had some serious conversation about some of the global things that are going on, um, the national things that are going on with the police, um, as John has already spoke to, the hate, vitriol that had been going on. And he really Mm. honed in on we are the community. And I love someone that is so authentic that they live by what they say. And he said, Tanya, I live down the street from you. Mm. And we started having more conversation Mm -hmm. about our kids going to school together. Um, And once you start realizing how much more you have in common and how people are living uh, their authentic life through the work that they do, you can't help but to be bought into uh, what they're saying, right, and then want to be a part of that. So when I did have the opportunity um, to join the board, why not? They're doing the work that needs to be done nationally, And we can serve as an example. So this event in particular, first of all, knowing that there's a city in California. I am a California girl. I have lived in Louisiana and go down south on a regular basis where they're still having lynchings and won't have certain conversations. So I know what it can look like. But for it to look like it does here and to have the department actually being a part of the community it gives me great pleasure to be a part of something that can serve as an example um, throughout California and the rest of the nation. I am still shocked that there are cities in California that have not had something to honor MLK, but for the most part, what else can you do besides do it the right way to show how it works and how you can galvanize the community around an organization that's meant to serve and protect the community? So it was um, – there was no other. There was no other answer. It was a yes all day because it it does nothing mm-hmm. but bring mm-hmm. us together, have common conversation, and you know it's for our youth. I look at most of the stuff that I do, you know, with my book and everything else. It is really not for right now, but also to pave a path for a better future for our kids. So we are getting something started, and please believe that this is going to be a permanent. Uh, there's going to be permanent ramifications with this. Um, so that our youth can continue down the path that we have paved through this organization and this event. So, yeah, it just um, always looking for solutions. You know that, Jackie. You've been on one of my lives on uh, uh, Facebook, yes. and there are some things it always gets me when I'm like, you know, when we were talking about the paper bag test, things that yes. you don't know, right? So when we're having yes. a conversation, we are learning more about each other. So when John said we – hate each other that hate because we fear each other the other part is we fear each other because we don't know each other and i think even in that moment when Mm -hmm. you and i were having a conversation in open in an open space it brought not only more attention from you but other people that were unaware of things that other minority families couples um and individuals have gone through that was like an aha moment for so many people and it only happened because what we were having conversation for no other reason than to just have it and that's what we have to start doing more of you know it's it's interesting what you said about living in louisiana and, and experiencing the scene in that part of the country you know unless you 
live in other places, unless you, you know people there, you visit people in different parts of the country, the world, you, you, unless you're very well read, you don't know what's going on. You know, I, I'm a reader. Mm-hmm. You know, I love history. I love reading. So I, 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 I'm probably, you know, better informed than, than the average person. But you're absolutely right, Tanya. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't know it or know people experience, you don't know it. You know, you're you're completely oblivious to it. And it's interesting because I was reading something by oh gosh, one of these famous historians not that long ago. And what what Captain Naylor said at first about people hate each other because any basically what it comes down to. And this has been since the beginning of time since man was upright that anything mm. that is different. From you or your experience, you you naturally fear. Uh, it's been it's been going on, as I said, since, since man has walked the earth. Um, and, and you know, uh, Captain Eller, you know, I want to mention something. You were talking about back around 2016, uh, across the nation, uh, there was just mm-hmm. this anti-police mentality. Uh, yeah. and, you know, we saw the stories on the news every night. It was awful. It's very interesting because. Joe and I, we've been doing this show for going on nine years now, but in the beginning, you know, it's the South Bay show. It's a community show. It's hyper local. And we wanted to get on our local leaders, our police captains, our fire captains, you know, city council members. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to get people on the show. And we actually had a very difficult time getting any of those people on the show because I think, um, of that, you know, people looked at us as maybe the enemy, you know, sure. or they didn't know, they, yeah. they thought we might go on the attack, you know, attack mode. And it was only because a very good friend of mine, her name is Missy Lynn, is good friends with uh, Chief Irvine when she first became uh, the uh, police chief of Manhattan Beach. And I was talking to Missy one day and I said, I would love to get the new chief on. And she talked to her and she said, it's cool. Go on the show. So we yeah. had Chief, Chief Irvine on, and it was a great show. After that, every door opened. We had every police chief, every fire chief, every mayor, council person. We had everybody on the show after that because yeah. they knew we weren't going out to attack them. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was the that was the mindset. You know, five years ago or whatever it was. So um, anyway, I think that's Joe, a great example. Yeah, of building yeah. trust and how important it yeah. is to, you know, somebody's got to take the first step, Jackie. And yeah. um, I think when you put the first foot down, the second foot follows, and um, you start building, you know, trust. And and that's what we're striving to do every day, every day here in the police department, because we will pay the price. So, uh, Rodney King, I was in high school when that occurred. I was in high school. Yeah. I was just. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I had thought about a career in law enforcement at that point. I was a high school kid. Um, but I will pay for the sins uh, of that event throughout my entire career. Um, so yeah. when mm-hmm. things like that happen, it just erodes the trust and you start back. So we're always looking at ways to keep improving um, the trust, keep building the trust, and we take it personal. Anytime we, we hire, when we hire new officers, we sit there, we interview them. Tell us about our vision. What, is it, what does a vision mean? What does it mean to you? How will you push that forward? These are questions that we ask every new or potential police officer that wants to come work here. And if you don't know it, 
and you can't explain how you're going to improve it, you can't work here. You won't work here in any capacity. It's that important. Mm. That important. So okay. listen, Joe, I've been talking for the okay. last half hour. It's your turn. My throat's getting tired. You, <laughs> you've been doing a great job. I, uh, I just need a handle, a, a perspective from which to start. So um, let me start with you, Tanya. Um, have we talked about your book yet? I'm not sure we've talked about it on this show. We talked about it on I another show. I don't we, know we that. Had, yeah. yeah. I did. And me and Jackie have talked I about did. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when uh, you know, John is talking about the police department looking at their role, their mission as a part of the community first, that's the first stage there it that starts the conversation on the right foot how do you believe that these conversations around the let's just focus on california around california which aren't getting started how can they get started on the right foot in those communities perhaps that have never celebrated mlk day so i'll let me back up to my book and my experience as a child um, with the police. I have experienced the police over a hundred times before I was 18. At no time was it my fault. I was a child. Um, and in the, in the time, I have never experienced or seen police brutality. I'm going to be honest. There were some times I was hoping the police would be brutal, and they, would, they weren't. But we're also in a society where we know this happens, right? So being able to have that conversation mm-hmm. with a Chief Kaufman or a John Naylor, just to be able to say that mm-hmm. to them and for them to receive that and we can go back and forth and get some understanding about some of those things, mm-hmm. first of all, that's important. So that lets you know their level of openness. Two, what I said is this man lives in the community in which he serves. That takes a right. lot of right. um, authenticity, right? It's not – this is what I have right. my department doing, or they live here and I'm somewhere else. He's here. So right. whatever happens, it's affecting him and his people. Um, so when you have the opportunity to have something like this, one, it shows that they, uh, they, they get it. And that in itself mm-hmm. is important. You get it. Even though you don't look like me and um, you haven't had my experiences, you get it. You understand why it's important to do this. You have kids that go to school with my mm-hmm. kids. You understand why the future of this city that we all live and serve in, um, it, it's on the shoulders of the adults that in, in leadership that are here now. So looking at all of those mm-hmm. types of factors and being able to be a part of something like this and bring it to this city, it's important and to continue the conversation about why it's not other places um, and how we can affect that change. So it doesn't even just stop <clears throat> so- here it's, you know, it continues mm-hmm. to spread. And I think that's important. So, so the way I interpret what you're saying is that many people are attempting these same conversations. Many people have had the same similar experiences to you as a child, but very few people find a Captain John Naylor at the other end. Very few people find someone that lives in the community and is having wants to have these conversations even, uh, you know, um, that's yeah, what so I'm, not only I, I guess the handle that I'm looking for. 
yet not only are they not having the conversation, sometimes they're afraid to approach the conversation for fear of one sure. rejection because that could have ended that my right. conversation with Mike or Chief or um, John could have ended differently. Like what you're saying makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. And that's where it could have been mm-hmm. said it. And the truth is mm-hmm. there are places where that is still a reality. It's just mm-hmm. not here. And Absolutely. since we have the opportunity Absolutely. to continue that conversation, why not? Why not? So, um, uh, John, you know that we've had uh, uh, the chief on before. Um, we've yeah. talked a lot about kids and mm-hmm. about, you know, vision and about surfing. Yeah. There, there, there is something about what Chief Kaufman brings to the table that every community in our country could use. Talk a little bit about that, and, and, and how is that going to change? Sure. Well, uh, when, when uh, Chief Kaufman came here a few years ago, um, it was definitely a breath of fresh air. It, uh, what I particularly mm. like about him the most is that he is he's unique. He, like Tanya said, he is uh, what, what he says is, is what he delivers. Um, and, uh, you know, he is, he is very much a South Bay person. He's your neighbor. And I think that's important in a police chief. He knows what, um, right. you know, he knows, he knows the culture of the city. And, um, when he got here, he changed the culture of this police department. And I, as you know, changing culture anywhere is extremely difficult, especially dealing with a hundred, right. you know, alpha, alpha police officers. It's a tough, tough challenge. But right. I'll tell you, if um, if he wasn't great at it um, and he didn't have a great style about him, he wouldn't have been able to do it, and, and he's absolutely done it. If we tried to change the vision of our agency right now, um, we wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to do it. If we went to the if we went to the people and said, "Hey, officers, we want to um, we want to go in a different direction," I don't think we could stop it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh I'm I'm from Chicago, John, and uh um CPD, Chicago Police Department has had many different kinds of reputations, but my yeah. memories of a child were hanging out with my friends who you know, being a police officer was one of the paths to the middle class for many mm-hmm. black Americans, many black uh, uh Chicago uh, families, and so there was a, a, a large contingent of uh, the CPD that were African Americans. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a largely African American, uh, but still there is the you know the perception around the country that there is you know racism and and police brutality and conflict yeah. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The reason is because color wasn't the issue it had nothing to do with race it had only to do with fear and there mm-hmm. talk about profiling <laughs> um no one profiled people in my african american community more than the black officers <laughs> no one 
they felt that they knew them and they felt that they knew who the good ones were and the bad ones were, and they acted on that. Um, yeah. Talk a little bit about, you know, policing as a, as a profession and how you, you, when you join the, the policing uh, community, you, you have to bring your own life experiences. Correct. Yeah. So I grew up here in the South Bay. And uh, I grew up in mm. Lawndale. We were we were policed by the sheriff's department, and I never really had any any bad dealings with the police um, at all. I never mm. experienced anything negative. Um, I got mm. into the business because, um, like the majority of people get into this business, is it's a calling to serve. I really believe that mm. um, if people try and get into law enforcement uh, for any other purpose other than to serve. Um, even if it's hmm. like a deep-rooted feeling, there's got to be that feeling of service. If you don't, you won't make it. You won't make it. Something will happen. Um, but you'll mm-hmm. you'll be rooted out uh, generally, generally speaking. That That's what happens. So um, mm-hmm. I think in order to get into the profession, you know, you've uh, – and, and this is, you know, over 25 years ago, uh, you, you had to have that um, feeling of service now – we strictly look for people who are, you know, uh, outreach-minded, resource-driven, uh, smart, mm-hmm. they're uh, street smart. Law enforcement now is, all, is a lot about solving problems through outreach and resource and helping people, mm-hmm. but it's still very, very much um, putting bad guys in jail. You know, you have to mm-hmm. have that. You have to have that balance. Um, you still have to be aggressive against crime. You've still got to formulate plans and strategies to combat crime and figure out, you know, who's doing the bad in the city and where they're coming from and go after them. Right. You can't police within the four walls right. of your city. You have to, you have to even police outside your city to protect your city. Um, right. And so we do a lot of that. Right. But I guess the point is now a good police officer, you know, is not the guy who just came out of the military. You know, that that's how it used mm-hmm. to be. Um, it's now mm-hmm. the person, yeah, they may have just come out of the military, but they also, they, they know about outreach. They know about resources, how to deliver those resources. They know how to serve people, help people, um, all those types of things. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, Joe, let's do a, let's do a station yeah. break. And uh, when we come <clears> back, <throat> I want to, I want to get into the actual event because this hour is flying by. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's do that. Late. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The South Bay Show, and we are so proud to bring you this show, this hyper-local podcast, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. live. You can participate live, or you can participate in uh, your – while you're uh, at the gym or on your commute, and we're especially proud – of the fact that you can participate by just saying, Alexa, play the South Bay Show podcast, or Google, play the South, play the South Bay Show podcast. These are uh, wonderful uh, avenues to be able to listen to the show when you're cooking or when you're doing uh, housework or anything like that. So please join us. Every Thursday is the South Bay Spotlight which you're listening to today. And then Fridays, we're proud to be sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber. And uh, so we focus on all the wonderful things of the South Bay with a special emphasis on the 
uh, city of Manhattan Beach and the members of the Manhattan Beach Chamber on Friday. So please join us on a regular basis. Now, Jackie, let's talk about that celebration. Let's talk about I should also mention uh, Siri. You can also say, hey, Siri, play the South Bay Show podcast. <laughs> I, did it, I, I did it the other yes. day. It's not, it's not just Alexa. Siri yeah. will do it for you, too. No. Um, okay, so anyway, yeah. the inaugural, the very first um, MLK Jr. celebration is taking place on Monday, January 20th at 5 p.m. at the Redondo Beach uh, City Hall. Um, who wants to take what we can expect? Goody, you want to you wanna take it and tell us what, what, what the community can expect when they, when they show up Monday? Oh, yes, sure. Thanks again, Joe and Jackie, for having us. We're so honored to be with you today, and uh, we're really looking forward to our time on the 20th at 5 o'clock p.m. Sharp, by the way, our our uh, our, our colleague and fellow co-chair of this event, Catherine Naylor, is a, believes the being on time and being on time, so we want to honor <laughs> that, but uh, we're, we, we just, I think one of the things I, I always talk about is uh, uh, census hear, feel, touch, smell. Uh, we want to awaken the senses of the people who gather there. And so I think the program uh, centers around that uh, sort of mission, that goal. Uh, we want people to feel. We want people to consider, to reflect. And so we've put together a program that uh, is really an expression not only of who Dr. King was, his life leadership, but also the legacy in which he left us. And so we're going to hear from members of our community, including uh, the Redondo uh, Union High School Choir. We have uh, Corbin Jones, who's an accomplished musician, uh, graduate from USC uh, School of Music there. He has an amazing jazz band that's going to be playing. This band has toured with some of the, literally the world's best artists. Uh, he's going to be playing. We have our Chief Coffin, and we'll be speaking. Captain Naylor will be speaking. Uh, Tanya McKenzie. Uh, who is with us here on on on, on this uh, interview will be emceeing. Uh, Pastor Israel and Rachel Campbell of Wave Church will be speaking. We have, I think, most importantly, we have two things that are going to happen. One is we're going to announce uh, a uh, about some information regarding the uh, first uh, ever and uh, the newly established scholarship, which will bear the name of uh, our honoree, Dr. King. And then two, we're going to unveil. Uh, the permanent memorial uh, that we, that is de- going to be dedicated on that day to Dr. King. And let me just say this. it Most memorials are just that. You see them from afar. You appreciate them. Uh, you know, but this memorial is one that both speaks to honoring Dr. King, but also bringing a practical uh, sort of step that we all can take day in and day out. It serves as not just a memorial, but even a metaphor for life. And so I can't wait for the hundreds of people who gather to see it, and I'm so pumped about it. We're going to unveil that on that day. Uh, we'll have refreshments as well, so music, uh, a chance to connect with people, and really to, to be the city that people just not uh, come to, but that's a city that people look to when it comes to issues of, uh, like this, of leading the way on matters of justice, equality, fairness, uh, kindness, peace, and love. These are the things consistent with the life of Dr. King. So that's what we have on tap for for Monday, five o'clock sharp. <laughs> five o'clock sharp. And by the way, that Corbin Jones, talk sharp. about talent. Uh, oh man, uh, yeah. He, he he just had. Didn't he just have a, a holiday concert yes. at Wave? 
Yes, yes. yes. And I'm, 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 I'm making a shameless plug. As I sat there, the, the room we had it in, which was our, our actual place of worship, Wave Church, Los Angeles, it, and this, I say this respectfully, it was, the event was too big for that room. Like the, the quality of musicians and musicianship, singers, it was something that should, should have been on a production stage. And so we're already in discussions about what that looks like for next year. But the people who play alongside him, they play, they play for and alongside some of the most respected and well-known singers, artists in the world. And Corbin Jones is, is just an expression of that. We're so proud of him. And, and he's someone, uh, he helps lead our worship on Sundays. And, uh, but he's literally travels the world and he brought that as a gift to the South Bay. And it just blew people away. He's a, he's a consummate professional, no pretentiousness at all. Uh, he uh, is a, is just a really stand up guy, both he and his wife, Sonny and their little, little new baby Theodore. So we're blessed to have them, but he's going to be leading the way he's going to, it's going to be a prelude to music. He's not just going to play inside the, inside the program, but he's even going to play uh, leading up to the start of everything. So uh, you don't want to miss Corbin Jones as well as the other speakers we have on tap for that day. It's going to be a great day, a great evening. Oh, no, it sounds fantastic. You know, uh, food is uh, Joe and, and mine's favorite topic. Uh, you yeah. know, we, we have a lot yeah. of re- re- restaurateurs on the show, but a very close second is music. Um, we support our local musicians, and Corbin, gosh, he, he reached out to me a couple of years ago. Uh, and, and I love when these local musicians send me your stuff. You know, send me, your, send me you know, the places you're going to be playing, because I post it, um, yeah. you know, to my website. Well, we appreciate that support. Place. I know he does. Yeah, no, I I I love that. You know, uh, music. Uh, you know, music. Well, food and music make the world go around. So, you know. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- so, so this is coming up Monday night again. Martin Luther King Jr. celebration taking place Monday, January twentieth at five p.m. sharp. Don't be late. They'll arrest you. Don't be late. Don't um, be, no. You had the whole day late. off. I mean, you know, you, you'd have had a, there's <laughs> know, no banks open. There's no there's no post know, office no open. Schools. There are no schools. So, yeah, I mean, well, what have you been doing all day? Yeah, you and Jack, right. Wall Street is closed. Yes. I want to make sure Not they yet. understand. For those of you that already have something going on traditionally that you go do, it's also a day of service. So it's really the MLK day of service. So some people get up in the morning, they go serve um, meals, they go to Skid Row, they do a sure, million different sure, things yes. to service the community. That's fine. When you come back home or when you're done servicing there, you come celebrate with us in the evening. There you yes, go. I'm all about there you a, go. We I'm are how you celebrate your day. I'm I'm all about a celebration, you know. I, that, that that that's my thing. All right. Um, and and maybe next year we could squeeze a parade in there. Maybe. Maybe maybe who knows? Maybe. I mean, we can. The Grand sky Marshall. is the limit. Goody Goodlow. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. See it. Joe, Joe, yeah. are you excited? You know, I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm convinced. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, no. What. What. What I'm. What I'm excited about is how well this community, the South Bay, translates into action. I think. I think. I'm sure Tanya and Goodlow, uh, uh, Goody could, you know, 
this is action oriented policing. This is action oriented community development. Uh, it isn't a, a wish. It isn't a hope. It isn't a conversation. It's action. And I especially well appreciate stated. that. Yeah. Well stated. No, we appreciate sure. that. And that's, you know, it's really a testament, like I said, like you mentioned, and like uh, Captain Nathan, John alluded to earlier, that partnership. And we're so thankful for, you know, our chief, uh, Keith Coffin and his vision and, and people like mm-hmm. Captain John Naylor, Joe Hoffman, others uh, who come alongside to help give leadership to. There'll be other people on the program. I failed to mention people within our community, elected officials as well. But really the focus of the day will be not just simply on what Dr. King did, said, and how he lived, but really the unfinished work. Uh, and that's the uh, that's the legacy part, and uh, you know it's this idea of uh, you know Dr. King only lived on this earth for 39 years, and uh, you know it's often mm. said we don't control the beginning of our days nor the end of them, but we do control the dash. What happens in between the dash? And for men who lived 39 years mm-hmm. only on this earth, Dr. King did more in 39 years than most people will do in a in a larger lifetime, a longer lifetime, and. And uh, you may not ever ever have a national holiday in your honor, or you may not ever have a school named after you, but you can make sure that the dash, that the dash, uh, the decisions you make, the actions you take, the words you say, uh, the acts of service and kindness, uh, that you can make sure that you leave a legacy. And so we want to, we want people to walk away being inspired, encouraged, but also being challenged. Hey, what am I doing? to make sure that the only thing that's separated by color is laundry, you know, <laughs> Hey, what am I doing to make sure mm-hmm. that, that, that the least the left out and the looked over are, are being embraced that we hold people and we judge them indeed. Like King said, not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. What am I doing to contribute, to add value uh, to the person to my left, to my right, whether they have a PhD or just uh, their middle name begins with a D that in the eyes of our creator, mm-hmm. we're all equal, that, uh, that everyone is equal, and that everyone deserves to be loved, to be embraced, to be supported, to be championed. And so these are the things consistent with Dr. King's life, and we're just so excited to, to be a uh, partner with our police department and the members of our community, the community engagement board as well for the event coming up on January 20th, 2020 at 5 mm-hmm. o'clock p.m. Okay, so listen, mm-hmm. you know, as we all know, whenever there's a new event, um, you know, it takes time to gain traction. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it, first year, it's always hard to get the word out about things. If if, if people want to get involved um, with this, um, you know, going forward, you know, you, pro- you obviously have everything all set up for this year already. But if people want to get involved going forward, um, who wants to take that? Who who do they contact? Uh, who 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 wants to yeah. go, go with Well, I think um, the first step is becoming um, part of our community engagement board. If people are interested mm-hmm. in an event like this, and they're probably also interested in um, like-minded uh, uh, things that we do um, every time we meet with the community engagement board. So they may want to become a member of the community engagement board. You contact me. You can contact the police department, ask for uh, John Naylor. They'll put you directly in touch with me. Um, or you can email me at john.naylor uh, or John Naylor uh, at redondo.org. That's J-O-N. Uh, and then we'll um, we'll get you in touch. So anybody anybody mm-hmm. can can contact you and get and get 
get involved with the community engagement board. It's not. Yeah. It's not, absolutely. Oh, nice. You know, we like to we like to talk to people and find out why in particular they want to be uh, part of the board. But the board started with about twelve people, and we're up to about twenty eight now. So it's literally one of those things that's more the merrier. Um, so we still have some growing to do, but the board's done, and we didn't really get to talk about that, but the board's done some amazing things, um, everything from um, implementing more body-worn cameras for the police officers um, to where – so that each police officer wears uh, in the city of Redondo Beach um, to raising money for um, uh, an autism foundation um, and uh, oh, training yeah. on uh, various uh, yeah. religious holidays. We we have that coming up. You want to mention that that sarcoma event, John? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I'm sorry. Are you talking about St. Baldrick's? Yes. That that's uh, this Saturday, um, from ten to two here at our police annex, uh, 200 North PCH. Um, come get your your head shaved. It's a uh, recommended twenty five dollar donation. Get your head shaved, and the money um, that is raised is going to go to. Um, a very, very important cause, which is um, children's cancer research. Nice. Everybody, you go down there this weekend and get your head shaved. Do it. Wow. People want want to get involved. People want to feel like they've done something significant. They want to feel like a hero for just a minute. Um, You come down on Saturday, and you get your head shaved, and you raise some money. Um, that money is all 100% going to children's cancer research. It's one of the um, one of the the worst things out there right now, and uh, 100% of the money goes to that. And um, that's a real act of of courage and heroism uh, to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. do something uncomfortable, and um, do it for somebody else. You know, I'll we're, be honest we're, with we're you. We're so fired up and excited about this. You know, I, I'll be honest, I, with all of the stuff uh, that the Redondo Beach Police Department does between your, your, your Battle of the Badges blood drive and, and, and the St. Paul Drinks event. And I know Martin where you're going with this. Event, how do they have time to arrest the bad people? I, yes. <laughs> Don't worry. Plenty of time. Plenty of people. Plenty of reasons. <laughs> we're working our butts off over here. But – uh, we're looking at hiring a very, very good marketing firm uh, to help us out get get the word out. Uh, I think all that. good. I think mm. I think good and bad people pause on Thursdays between eight and nine to listen to this show. And so, you know, I mean, I think that's, we that's, a, that's a testament to you and Joe. <laughs> yeah. Special kudos to Captain John Naylor for putting up with people like me and Goody because we are quite uh, the handful, and he keeps the lights on and the bad guys uh, out of our backyard. So big kudos to him. Thank you. Yeah, we're really <laughs> grateful for that. Yeah, that was my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. No, pleasure. no, the South Bay, the South Bay is blessed to have uh, uh, some really great uh, law enforcement departments. Um, I personally, I live in Torrance. Uh, go Torrance PD. Um, you know, so and and Redondo is uh, you know, another great one and, and, and Chief Kaufman, you know, he takes my calls. What's not to love about that, right? I call that's him, he an, comes I mean, in. Who doesn't take your call? Who does I mean really that's true. I mean you ever that's that, that's, true. Like, that's right. true. I I've yeah. I've been in his Who office there. I think I've seen a Jackie a Jackie B hotline. It's like a it's like a hotline. <laughs> 
like the like the bat phone, but I think it's I think it's like fuchsia. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We should have a we should have a South Bay by Jackie hotline in in all the police departments in the South Bay. I want to, yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, Joe, um, I think you should go down this Saturday and have your head shaved. Wow, you, that's you can, not going to start. But that would be. You can, you okay, represent us. I'm doing it. You, you, you can represent the show. Well, I know you've shaved yeah. your head before, so it's not like you know. It's not like me doing <laughs> it. You know, you know. I, I actually, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it because my logo yeah. is all about the hair. You know, so if if I, you right. know, I I can't do it, but but I come down and support. I can be a cheerleader. The nice thing okay. is, if you um, okay. you don't want to get your head shaved, and believe me, people have said, ladies have come up and said, "Hey, I'm going to get my head shaved," and I said, "Absolutely not. Don't shave your head, <laughs> but do come down and donate twenty five dollars." Okay. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Do come down and donate. It it all goes to a great cause. It's the best cause out there right now, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and uh, you're going to feel like a hero. I love that. Everybody yeah. get your capes out. Yeah. Get your capes out. Get your head shaved. Come down with your capes. <laughs> Be a hero. And th- and that's this Saturday. What time? Is it 10 to 2 or something? Or That's correct. 10 a.m. to 2. Yes, I have that. I have it. It's on my website. All right. So, uh, you know, we're going to wrap this up in a moment. Everybody, this Monday, January 20th, 5 p.m., Redondo Beach City Hall, MLK Jr. celebration. There's going to be music. There's going to be refreshments. There's going to be some inspirational speakers. Um, it's a holiday, right? What's not to love about that? Right. Uh, so, so everybody's right. going to be there. Um, it, anybody know anything about the weather? Is it, is it going to be beautiful? I, I know that we had a little cold spell, but it's supposed to warm up. Yeah, we well, put a special we request in. It's going to be sunny yeah, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got okay. a, yeah, we got a higher connection, so we're we're definitely on that. And uh, regardless, we're going to be there, and uh, we're just we're just so pumped. Uh, thanks again so much, Joe and Jack, for having us today, and all your listeners, and to all the people in the South Bay and beyond. We, I tell people, if you're on planet Earth, there's no reason I can think of yeah. you should not be there on Monday at five o'clock. Right, right. Everybody hear that? There Did you everybody go. hear that? <laughs> No reason on earth. It's a holiday. <laughs> All right, Joe. Joe, you got to wrap this up for us. Take right. us home. I I am so proud to be a part of this community. Uh, so proud to be a part of the the South Bay. Jackie and I have uh, literally seen the best of the best in the legal, in the governmental, in the policing, in the uh, culinary orgs, Nonprofit. What else does the South Bay have to offer? Well, whatever it is, we're going to bring it to you live every Thursday and Friday. Please join us uh, on Monday, 5 p.m. sharp. We'd love to have you. Thank you, uh, Dr. Marcus Goodlow, Tanya McKenzie, and Captain John Naylor. Thank you. Uh, everybody got shot. We will see you shortly. Are you there? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you thank all you. soon. Appreciate it. And thank, thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe.
Okay. We'll see you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. See you Monday.